Today is the 14th of December 2020. Welcome to Walking the Way. My name, as always, is Ray. I want to say thank you to everyone for listening in as we continue to explore what it means to have a regular rhythm of worship together. Just a reminder to everybody that today is the last day to get your entries in for our book giveaway. Two copies of Colin St. Clair's Hitchhiker's Guide to the Bible that we've got to give away. We've also got a couple of other goodies to give away, actually. Um, we've very kindly been donated a copy of the NIV Bible by Zondervan. So if you'd like to get your hands on that, one lucky person will get Colin Sinclair's book, as well as a copy of the NIV, a nice new soft touch, very, very, very luxurious NIV Bible. If you're joining us for the very first time, let me say thank you and welcome. Each episode follows a really simple pattern. It's a mixture of prayer, scripture, and music. It's easy to pick up as we go along. Don't forget, if you would like some help, there is a scripture you can download Keep your eyes open for the download the script link in the episode notes. Click that, you'll get a PDF of today's episode. We always start each leg of walking the way with our opening prayer. So let's pray, shall we? This is Advent, season of promise. In our worship, we prepare for the birth of a baby in a dusty stable in Bethlehem and remind ourselves that this child will become the saviour of the world, who will return again in power and glory to draw all of his children together with songs of everlasting praise. The promise of the baby is also the promise of eternal life to all who believe. Loving God of hope and promise, be with us throughout this Advent season and draw us ever closer as we journey together towards the stable and the birth of your Son, our Saviour Jesus. Amen. Luke 1 verse 64 Immediately his mouth was opened and his tongue freed, and he began to speak, praising God. When the angel told Zechariah he was going to have a son, way back at the beginning of the story, Zechariah's response was, how can this be? And he was then struck dumb for nine months because of his disbelief. His son John is born, and after insisting that the boy be named John, He can speak, and the first thing that comes out of his mouth is praise for God. Put yourself in Zachariah's place. What would your first words be if you hadn't been able to speak for nine months? Think about when you wake up in the morning, and you haven't been able to speak for a night. What words fill your head when you wake up in the morning, and what are the first words that come out of your mouth? In the book of Proverbs, we read that as a person is in their heart, so are they. Jesus says often in the Gospels, that our actions are governed by our attitudes. And that goes for our language as well, I think. We are always told to choose our words, but so often the language that we use reflects our hearts and our attitudes. And I firmly believe that a language that is degrading or offensive should have no place in the language of those who follow Christ. We're going to have our first piece of music to give us time to center our thoughts on God, and then we're going to get into our Bible readings for today. And today, we continue with the book of Revelation. Thank you. 
Let's ask God to speak to us through the word this morning. Loving God, your words lie before us. As we listen to these words, may your spirit speak to us that we might see you in a new light. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Our Bible readings this week are taken from the New Revised Standard Version, and today I'm reading Revelation 9. And the fifth angel blew his trumpet, and I saw a star that had fallen from heaven to earth, and he was given the key to the shaft of the bottomless pit. He opened the shaft of the bottomless pit, and from that shaft rose smoke like the smoke of a great furnace, and the sun and the air were darkened with the smoke from the shaft. Then from the smoke came locusts on the earth, and they were given authority like the authority of scorpions of the earth. They were told not to damage the grass of the earth or any green growth or any tree, but only those who do not have the seal of God on their foreheads. They were allowed to torture them for five months, but not to kill them, and their torture was like the torture of a scorpion who stings people. And in those days, people will seek death, but will not find it. They will long to die, but death will flee from them. In appearance, the locusts were like horses equipped for battle. On their heads were what looked like crowns of gold. Their faces were like human faces, their hair like women's hair, and their teeth like lion's teeth. They had scales like iron breastplates, and the noise of their wings was like the noise of many chariots with horses rushing into battle. They had tails like scorpions with stingers, and in their tails is their power to harm people for five months. They have as king over them the angel of the bottomless pit. His name in Hebrew is Abaddon, and in Greek he is called Apollyon. The first woe has passed. There are still two woes to come. Then the sixth angel blew his trumpet, and I heard the voice from the four corners of the golden altar before God, saying to the sixth angel who had the trumpet, Release the four angels who are bound at the great river Euphrates. So the four angels were released, who had been held ready for the hour, the day, the month, and the year, to kill a third of humankind. The number of troops of cavalry was two hundred million. I heard their number, and this was how I saw the horses in my vision. The riders wore breastplates the color of fire and of sapphire, and of sulfur. The heads of the horses were like lion's heads, and fire and smoke and sulfur came out of their mouths. By these three plagues a third of humankind was killed, by the fire and smoke and sulfur coming out of their mouths. For the power of the horses is in their mouths and in their tails. Their tails are like serpents having heads and with them they inflict harm. The rest of humankind who were not killed by these plagues did not repent of the works of their hands, or give up worshipping demons or idols of gold and silver, and bronze and stone and wood, which cannot see or hear or walk. And they did not repent of their numbers or their sorceries or the fornications or their thefts. We're going to have our second piece of music just to give us some time to think about the bits of scripture that have caught attention and some of those weird and wonderful images that have been we've read about in Revelation. And after music, we're going to pray.
before we pray, just a reminder that if you would like us to pray for you, then drop us a line through the usual channels, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, email, voicemail. The links are all in the episode notes. We would love to be able to pray for you and support you and just be with you as you, whatever you're going through, good or bad. It doesn't all have to be bad. Today's prayer is a, is a, a prayer to love God more. And I think it's appropriate as we come up towards Christmas and we begin to see the gift that God has given us. So let's pray, shall we? Loving God, we want our hearts to be completely free to love you. You who are love itself. Give us hearts free of self-absorption, that we might know and love Christ in every person we meet. Give us a heart brimming with joy and peace that remains firmly rooted in you, no matter our circumstances. Give us a heart free of doubt, doubt in you, your faithfulness and perfect plans for our lives, doubt in ourselves and the gifts you've given us, doubt in others' intentions towards us. Give us a heart that is malleable, that can be moulded and lovingly shaped, like clay in the potter's hand, to be evermore in the likeness of Christ's heart. Give us a heart that suffers with yours at the suffering of others, and the hurt that seems to permeate the world. Give us a heart that can stretch and expand to welcome and nurture the lonely, the hurting and the weak. Hide us in your most sacred heart, Lord Jesus. Enkindle our hearts with your gifts and fruits, our advocate, O Holy Spirit. Thank you for teaching us how to love and how to be more like you. Amen. We say together the prayer that Jesus taught his disciples. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us and remain with us now and forevermore. Go in peace to love and serve the Lord. You've been listening to Walking the Way. All the details for today's episode can be found in the show notes, including the scripture passages and credits for the press. If you want to partner with Walking the Way, if you'd like to donate towards the project, that would be amazing. We are looking at upgrading all our equipment, so any donations would be fantastic. Please head to www.givesendgo.com forward slash walking the way and for more information head to rayborrett.co.uk you can find me on twitter facebook or instagram don't forget you can also listen to us on TuneIn and youtube my name is ray and so until next time i'll be here waiting as we continue walking the way walking the way